0: You got that rocker MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking.
1: Yeah. Hey
0: yo, yo,
1: Too Are you ready for war? Then bring it on My craftmatic like a stripper When it's out you throw your cash at it I out on rat at it From the hash and grass
2: at it I spit in mad rap it Like I took a bad package You pay home hold for the drummer I easy pass that with- Welcome everybody To the WWE Rundown I'm your host Troy Joining me Ginger's here hey Hey What's up, buddies? How about doing?
0: Uh, tired, you know. Having two kids and trying to switch a house from top to bottom, literally, is pretty uh, exhausting. So.
2: I see, I see, I see. Well, we are not alone because joining us, making his return after a, a little adventure over to A W land, John is here
1: yeah yeah that adventure uh involved me learning that watching two episodes of being the elite is less enjoyable than raw oh. uh as somebody who has also
2: had to watch being the elite more than one time i can i can relate
1: it's fucking terrible
2: <laughs> it's not it's not great it's not great um I don't know. You, you were you were lucky that you're not going to be on this week because apparently this most recent um, episode, they Brandon Cutler fucked up recording the the Dark Order segment, so they all they had to cut it out of the episode. Oh no! So <laughs> yeah, so you're lucky that you would have had a completely Dark Order free episode of Being the Elite to watch.
1: I mean, there's already like I think my largest complaint about Being the Elite, other than the fact that like None of it is funny. Yeah. Um, is the amount of Ryan mammoth. Yeah, <laughs> He's, he is. He makes Dolph feel charismatic.
2: Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, he sucks, and mm.
1: Does, it's yeah.
2: a, it's another one of the situations where it's like it's like I'm sorry, but where did you dig this fucker up? Like you. <laughs> People people will talk all the time about like oh trying to get anyone who's got like a t- tangential like a, a attachment to WWE. It's like you hired the brother of one of their guys who hadn't wrestled in like two years, like and you're gonna try to pretend to tell me that that's not the case that they're not fucking getting as many WWE adjacent guys as they can. Like fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So, um, Just comment, but I
0: don't watch that dog shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just don't. Uh, uh. I will only watch it when I, uh, when I go on AEW Rundown. Otherwise, uh. Fuck being the elite. Yeah.
0: And, um, I've been on there once, and now look at me. Never on again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, don't blame you. Um, you know, we, yeah, we discuss a lot about. AW here on, on, on WWE Rundown and in pretty much every one of our shows and we will have actually a little bit to talk about tonight with them too uh, I guess tan- tangentially um, but we had a, uh, uh, a big interview drop yesterday uh, on the feed for everybody as well as going to runonwrestling.com you can watch the video of us as well doing it and that was our rundown sit down with one marty genetti uh so there's a little bit of discussion that we wanted to have about it obviously we're not going to spoil anything uh in terms of the interview but we want to get people uh interested in listening to it because you know it's it's, it's kind of our for our first four-way in foray into having two people sit <laughs> down also and interview four some... It's also a four-way. Yes, it, 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 technically a four-way, uh, if you consider the Mosquitoes the fourth member of that that Mark <laughs> was dealing with. Uh, yeah, so this was the first time that we've had a run-on sit-down without Jason. Um, it's the first time we've had a run-on sit-down in three years, <laughs> maybe. has um,
0: since I joined, so it's been quite a while.
2: Yeah. Um, but needless to say we were both very happy with how it turned out. Um, but, uh, um, Ginger, how how were you feeling leading into that?
0: Oh, God, I was nervous. I mean, uh, I was on the same page as you. I think I think last week we started, discussed it a little bit, oh, where God, it was, was kind nervous. of like an all-week thing, where we were both well, I was on the clock. same page as you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why
2: did I hear myself? Sorry about that. Oh,
0: God. Um, it was, uh... It was... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, scary, in a way, because we didn't know how it was going to go. Because we had... Troy, you had only, like, messaged with him back and forth to, you know, set everything up. So. Right. And going off of our What Did Marty Post segments in the prior weeks, um, the guy seemed like he was... I don't want to say nutcase, but a little off, but I mean, it was... <laughs> it's so, in that aspect, we didn't know what we were going to get, so it was scary and made me fucking nervous as hell to see what kind of interview we were going to get out of them.
2: Yeah, so... um I've I remarked about it on the on the past here on the show, um, but I have never really had any interaction with any wrestlers, um, or anyone really in the business other than our two hosts, uh, three hosts uh, if you if you count yourself, Ginger. Um, but um, yeah, so it was like I I had talked with Brian Malonis um, from ROH. Um, I had done in the uh, the. <laughs> um, the episode with uh, Anthony Green, now August Gray. Um, and those those were really cool, but both of those I had Jason holding my hand for it, where it was like he was taking on the brunt of it, and I was just kind of like the guy making comments on the side. So this was like, okay, now I don't have that. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm the one who has to like take this on and set this whole thing up. And... And you um, did a lot of the a lot of the work in terms of like getting together the questions on things and, uh, and everything of that. But this was also your first interaction with him. <laughs> and yeah. and while you have worked in the business and you have worked with some guys that uh, that obviously have become more popular, it's a different breed with <laughs> with a guy like Marty. Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, you bring
0: that up, and I mean, I, I've I wrestled Tony Atlas at one. And yeah. that was you know, that was it's almost comparing the two because you got this legend and Marty is a legend as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: we're doing yes, I wrestled with Tony Atlas, but having a conversation is that can last for an hour
2: mm-hmm.
0: is a lot different than a five minute match with somebody in the ring.
2: Yes. Yeah. And also you're thinking of uh, of it as well as like yeah you wrestle Tony Ellis but you wrestle him in front of how many 50 100 people?
0: Uh well it was a, it was a small like a uh, benefit show I think it was like I wanna say it was like 40 50 people.
2: Yeah. So now you're talking about like potentially hundreds of people being able to listen to you <laughs> yes so you're like oh. and yeah it's it's a lot it is a lot different i can feel is, you know you getting into the ring with somebody it's like you there are similarities where it's like yeah he's probably going to be the one more eyes are going to be on much like more people are going to care about what marty is doing but it's like but you're there you're the support you know oh yeah you gotta put him over. yeah so so i understand that but um Yeah, so, John, have you had a chance to listen to the interview yet?
1: I have not. I'm actually planning to sometime this week at work when I'm having the kind of day that doesn't necessitate me listening to angry music to get through my day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel you on that. Um, Yeah, so um, we had it set up um, for the two weeks prior to it, and then something came up, and he had to cancel. And again, like, we're... We're so at the mercy of it, where it's just like, you know what, like, he's busy. We're, <laughs> you know, we're we're just a little podcast. So it's like, hey, we'll we'll wait, we'll wait, you know. Um, and then we, you know, we had it kind of set up again, and it was something else. And then that day, actually, that morning, he had texted me, and because t- that was the other crazy thing about it was like, I, we weren't we weren't going through like an intermediate or like a like a template. Like I was texting Marta Giannetti, which is fucking weird to say (laughs) it's like (laughs) you know but he he was like oh hey you know i'm i'm down in in alabama right now and because he is normally um either in vegas i think is what it was or he's typically in new jersey around that area there so um So he's like, I'm down in Alabama because I had a thing with my sister that I got to help her out with, and it's like, I don't know how good the reception's going to be, and I'm like, oh, geez, like, it's like, I don't know, like, he he was starting to push for it, he's like, if we can get a good signal... He's like, we'll do it, and I'm like, oh god, this is going to be the case where like ten minutes in, all of a sudden it's just going to be like, nope, <laughs> and his signal's going to die. Um, but he, so he he had me do like a little test call with him, which right away I'm just like, okay not prepared for that because he's like let's do it right now and I'm like fucking shoveling food into my kid's mouth and I'm like uh shit uh uh hold on hold on so so I quickly ran upstairs and he fucking calls me and he's I was able to hear him he was able to hear me and we were like okay well we're gonna do this and I'm like sweet I will see you in two hours (laughs) so um as you watch the video the first thing you'll notice is that Marty is in a pickup truck the entire time um, he didn't have good reception in the house, so he actually sat out in a truck for an hour and a half in order to do an interview with us. Which, you know, they they there's always that say saying of like don't meet your idols, and like I'm not I I respect Marty, and I like a lot. Of his, he's not like an idol of mine, but he's somebody that I obviously you know have have looked up to at times. But man, like nicest fucking dude i've talked to like just the 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 lengths that he actually went to in order to make sure that he could have, he could work this out with us was kind of insane because i i felt like at any point in time it's like this dude could fucking big time us and i'd be like i understand like <laughs> this is not <laughs> this is not normal situations you know um, but he didn't. He sat there and was like, "Let's get this set up. Let's get this going, you know." Then he sat in a truck for fucking hour and a half and talked to us. Which, by the way, again another peek behind the curtain. We only scheduled him for a half hour. <laughs> yeah. So when me and Ginger were doing uh, our questions, were like, "We got to get these going here because we don't know how long he's going to talk." So um, I think I can speak for you, Ginger, when I say that the entire time we kept waiting. For that, like, all right, we're done <laughs> to happen. And it never did. So, not, not not until we actually ran out of questions towards the end. Yeah.
0: And I, I, again, you don't want to keep the guys, you don't want to keep them for too long. But he's like, what well, do you got for more questions? Like, he was into it. Like, he, I, I feel like he was enjoying it because. I mean, what the fuck else are you doing in Alabama <laughs> at the fuck time? Is it 10, o'clock <laughs> at night? Right. Like, <laughs> so, it, it was good that he wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to answer questions, da 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 He was like, actually, it, it seemed like he was into it and enjoying, you know,
2: talking to us. Yeah. Yeah. And we we were not sure, um, yep, we weren't entirely sure how everything was going to turn out, but I... I I can speak for, for, I think, both of us when I said that we were more than happy with how things turned wow. out.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, me and you obviously need work on our interviewing skills, but hey, <laughs> what are you going to do?
2: <laughs> you know, it's it's first time, so yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, like, hey, you know, I've never done it before, but hey, I, I was pretty pleased with, uh, with the work that we did.
0: Yeah, I, I actually uh, I haven't gone and listened to it myself, because I haven't had the time, uh, but I do want to go and listen to it because I want to see how how it sounds because I mean, I, mm-hmm. I listen to morning talk radio shows and I want to compare it to how they do it, compare it to ours. Yeah, because I mean, sure. morning radio show sh- shows always have you know super fucking high quality guests and shit. so yeah, well, granted, their times are a lot shorter. But I want to kind of catch the flow of things, because if, if we want to surprise people and get more guests on here, we're going to have to work on that skill.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I know from, from what I listened to of it um, during my uh, editing of the, the audio and as well as editing the video and everything of like that, um, obviously, you know, he's, he's on a phone. Um, so so his audio does um, sound like somebody who's on a phone. Um, you know, our audio, obviously, we're, we have our whole setups here, so everything is sounding good on that. But um, he's also a guy who who will dominate a conversation, too. Um, and yeah. that's, not, that's not a bad thing by any means. No. Um, but it is a, a case of, like, um, we, we're not comfortable enough to know kind of when – to be like okay moving on you know and and we also didn't want to you know we didn't want we don't want to be dicks we don't want to cut them off like
0: yeah and like, that's the thing you got to be polite to them because if not they're gonna be like oh well if you're gonna fucking cut me off
2: mm-hmm. then i'm just gonna short shit like, yeah yeah so yeah like i said um all those are really happy the the interview as i said is on on the website uh it's in your in your podcast feed already um did you have a favorite moment that can of off the top of your head that you can think of
0: oh the one that stuck out to me is the sunny stories
2: like top
0: notch top yeah. notch quality shit right there the, the rib conversation is really good
2: that yeah and that one stuck with me as well um the the whole um the the conversation with uh mark youngblood or not conversation with but about another another standard, yeah um we go over a couple different topics on, on there um the, the but that definitely was i think one of the, the best parts of it was him discussing some of the backstage ribs and things like that but you know we, we got him to open up about um you know relationships uh with, with fellow wrestlers and stuff like that um but yeah so all in all really a great uh a great experience for both of us, and uh, and a great experience for all of our fans too who get to listen to it because, um, I, I know he talks a, a little bit about being on a couple of different podcasts, um, because of the, the Shawn Michaels interview, but honestly, like, um, I haven't seen too much of it, you know, I haven't I haven't really seen a lot of a lot of his name pop up in different areas, so, um, yeah, I was. I'm excited to see, you know, kind of where where this takes us from here too, is because, you know, I think it gave us a little more confidence to turn around and be like, hey, you know, if we can get him, let's yeah. see who else we can get, you
0: know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one more thing, I don't know. I, I like I said, I haven't listened to it. So, uh, did you keep the part in there where he compliments my night hard beard? When when how how early into it? What did he say? I th- it. I think that was like.
2: Probably like three or four minutes into it, it was it was right off the top basically. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure, well, but probably wow. because I did not, I did not cut too much out of the beginning of it.
0: Uh, uh, just to let everybody know
2: after that comment, I will never shave my face. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I think that the really the only thing that I cut out was was uh, us just kind of getting set up, which was mm-hmm. uh, really quickly him just. Being, us not being able to hear him at first and being like, oh, geez, <laughs> um, But then, yeah, after that, it was like, uh, I didn't... There wasn't, like, a really clean spot for me to be, like, to start, you know? Like, because...
0: Yeah. We, we kind of just went, like, it was, like, as soon as he fixed his audio, yeah. it was blast off. We were going.
2: Yeah, and, and, and part of that was him because it was, like... <laughs> He just started launching into, like, a story, and I'm like, all right, well, there we go. Let's go. Yeah, because he he talked, once he found out where you were from... He started talking about, you know, the, the wrestling up, up in New England area, and it was like, oh, I can't cut this story out. This is too good. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's why that's why he doesn't start with us giving a question right off the bat. It starts with him discussing first where you live, then where I live, uh, then we kind of get into the questions. But um, yeah, we don't want to give too much uh, else away. But uh, um, yeah, anything else that you wanted to say about it, Ginger?
0: Uh, please go check it out, guys. Uh, it is well worth your listen. Trust me.
2: For sure, for sure.
0: And leave comments. Let us know. Give us some feedback on it.
2: Yes, sir. All right. Um, anything that? Uh, any questions that you had, John, about it, or anything that you wanted to add?
1: Oh no, no. I'm. Uh, I will be more productive in this arena once I've actually listened to it. And then uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in listening to it. Uh, it sounds like sounds like it's an entertaining listen, and also maybe would reset my expectations as to Marty as a human, so, you know.
2: Yeah, like I said, I mean, we, you know... When when all you get is just like the articles that come out or like some people's stories and and you don't actually interact with the person, yeah, you don't really know. You just kind of you get kind of a thought in your head. But um, after after everything after the conversations of that, it was yeah, you, I had kind of a new appreciation for it too. I was like, you know what, this dude's actually kind of a kind of a good dude. You know, mm-hmm. at least in this setting. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like I said, go, uh, you can find that you know wherever podcasts are sold. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, we had uh, just a little bit of news here, nothing, nothing too major. Um, we did find out this morning that John and Renee Moxley uh, welcomed Nora Moxley to the world. Um, sounds like everyone is doing very well. Um, so um, people started to kind of catch on to the fact that Renee wasn't tweeting at all about the uh, Vegas Golden Knights game which she does mm-hmm. every time they play and they're in the playoffs obviously and people were like I wonder if she's in the hospital right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and and much like uh, the initial announcement it was just like here it is we had the kid <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, her her show that she does her podcast that she does she has actually lined up um, a bunch of guest hosts uh, to take her place for a little bit so that the, oh, nice. the thing could keep going and the first guest host is John Moxley awesome and so if you haven't had a chance to listen to him he is he is entertaining because he repeatedly says, oh, what the fuck I'm doing?
1: <laughs>
2: and, uh, and yeah, he just, he does a couple of impressions too, uh, if you're into that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, he, he is actually kind of funny on there. And I, I've had my kind of like going back and forth with him, uh, not as a person, as a character, as a person, he seems like a fine dude, you know, but in terms of, you know like uh, yeah but it was it, it was fun to listen to uh, I, I do like the Oral Sessions podcast um, as d- depending on who is on it I have skipped a couple <laughs> <laughs> I won't say who, oh, weird words <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> so anything uh, anything else to, yeah, anything else to say about that
0: uh, congratulations to them that's awesome uh, bringing a child into this world is uh, a life changer, so to speak. Troy, you know. Um, John? Your kids? I'm thinking yeah, of the I cash. Have one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you know the feeling too. Okay. So yeah, it's uh it changes your entire life, so congratulations to them. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. That'll be two of the most laid back people, I feel. Um <laughs> oh. but, Somehow the kid's going to
1: be super uptight, though. Like, it's just going (laughs) to... That's how it happens. flip it, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, a week ago, and we hadn't talked about it because it was just an Instagram post, um, CJ Perry, uh, the former Lana, posted on her Instagram that she was going to do a tell-all interview soon, um, where she remarked about being silenced for too long on certain topics. Um, This, of course, because of the fact that it was incredibly vague, and because she didn't actually give a date or where we would hear this interview, uh, it caused speculation to run rampant on what the fuck she was talking about. Now, I know that people that that it's the internet, so a lot of knee-jerk reactions are going to be, oh, here's another person bashing WWE. Um... And I won't rule that out until I hear it, obviously. (laughs) But um, if uh, I'm sort of a mixed feelings on this because she's talking about like being silenced, and my question will always be like, well, you don't work for AW yet, so you didn't sign a non-disclosure agreement, so you're not really being silenced, (laughs) like. If it was a situation of, like, if somebody did something wrong or did something illegal and you're not saying anything, one, that makes you an accessory to the crime. Uh, Two, why the fuck aren't you saying anything? And also, if it's something that major, why are you still not saying anything about it and waiting until you can boost somebody's podcast numbers?
1: Um, um, she might just be being dramatic about there, like usual <laughs> release shit.
2: Yeah, and there's that there's that thought too of it's it's I lean more towards yes she's probably just being dramatic and being like oh I wasn't pushed enough or something like that or oh I was held back because no,
1: she was pushed way too much.
2: And that's where it's just like uh yeah if if it has anything to do with booking or anything like that I'm going to be like uh bullshit uh guess you were you lasted a lot longer on your shit a lady uh, for somebody who couldn't cut a promo Couldn't uh,
1: wrestle really
2: Couldn't wrestle for sure yeah and and for somebody who by all accounts like people really didn't like her at all <laughs> Through a yeah, lot of go it away. Yeah So if it is that that becomes an issue, you know, because then it's like, OK, so you you know, then it's then it's the whole like, oh, uh, somebody who th- who somebody who's entitled and who thinks that like, oh, I was being silenced because I wasn't allowed to go out on TV or something like that. There have been a couple of things that uh, that people were immediately pointing to, one of the, which was being the fact that this could also be her bitching about them preventing her from doing the bang energy uh, ads on Twitter and stuff like that, which was what a lot of people said. That's, that's what started the whole third party ban. You know, the whole, you, can, you know, you can't Twitch stream or go to only fans or anything like that. People were saying, well, it was because of her because all of a sudden she was pimping bang energy. And it's like, uh, your contract says you can't do that. So if that is her being silenced, that she couldn't make money while making money, and using her WWE name in order to sell a product that they didn't endorse—that's also an issue. Then I'm going to sit there and I'm going to roll my fucking eyes back into my head like I'm the Undertaker and be like, Vague <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. So I—I I saw this. What? She did it over the weekend, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Oh, here we go." But. I almost feel like it's going to be about other talent and not herself. Possible. Very
2: possible. Um,
0: That's just how I feel about it, because like, why would you go in there? Because if she, like you said, if she comes out and says she wasn't pushed enough, I'm off. Done. mm -hmm. But if she starts talking about other people, it's like, ooh, getting juicy. Okay. But how do we confirm this isn't Bullshit! What she's gonna say?
2: That's it, another thing too. If it's anything that directly has to do with WWE, the they will they have almost never corrected anybody or never defended themselves because it's not worth it. Yeah. So a lot of the times the people will control the narrative, so they can go out there and be like, "Oh, this happened and this happened." And they'll never WWE will never say anything against it, so that becomes the 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 fact in everyone's heads. So that that becomes a bit of an issue, yeah. And like I said, if it's a case of like, oh yeah, so I was hanging out backstage and Michael Hayes came up and fingered my asshole, like that's an issue. Then you should have said something right when it happens, <laughs> you know. And like <laughs> if 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 that's what it is, if it's something along those lines, or if it's some kind of sexual harassment thing, then like you had a platform and and fuck the consequences the consequences should be that the person loses their job you know like and if if the consequences were that you lost your job after publicly stating like this guy's a rapist or something like that then that opens a whole new can of fucking worms you know Oh, that's that's yeah yeah so that that's why i feel like i know a lot of people are going to like oh it's going to be something juicy that's why i go to the fact like it's probably not going to be You know, it's possible it's going to be something like, oh, because there was that story before where she went on Twitter and was like trying to start a storyline with Paige, um, and Paige I guess got pissed about it because she didn't run it past her what she was saying on Twitter, and I guess they got into an argument backstage. Now since then they they have civil said that like yeah we worked out and we're good or nothing like that but if it's a case of like she comes out and says like oh well we were never good you know or something came out of that then i get that you know not wanting to someone somebody you got to work with even though Paige is obviously mostly retired now i yeah. understand i understand if you don't if, if you don't want to come out and be like this person's hard to work with you know and but you still got to work with them and you know they're not going to get fired you know i i get that and if that's the case by all means go ahead and tell those stories on a podcast and, you know, people, people will form their own opinions on it. Um, but like I said, if it is anything that is remotely to do with um, sexism or harassment or anything like that, like, there is no reason why you should continue to remain quiet even to this point. Just to try mm-hmm. to fucking sell some podcast numbers. Because that is just like, okay, so now you're just using it to your advantage kind of thing. You know? Which isn't right but like i said it's most likely going to be like oh they never listened to me and and oh i had all these great ideas and they 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 didn't do it or or i had a great idea and they used it for somebody else or something like that you know it's probably it's most likely going to be that so people getting all excited about it like this isn't going to be like the fucking cm punk interview dude <laughs> oh no. yeah um john anything else to contribute on that
1: not really. It's, you know, <laughs> we'll see what, what happens when it actually comes out, but I wouldn't expect anything particularly earth-shattered. Right.
2: Yeah. Agreed. All right. Um, one person that did have uh, a bit of information to talk about who did not pimp it on their Instagram, uh, the former yeah. the former Vanessa Bourne. Uh, she detailed a bit about what happened with her uh, release. And she pretty much put a great deal of blame on Mark Carano. Uh, now, of course, Mark Carano is no longer with the company. Uh was w- widely regarded as a colossal fucking colostomy bag. Um, but the the details that she goes into and, and putting his face to them, it makes sense why people didn't like him and why he got fired. <laughs> And it's for the better that it happened. Because she details that when she was called up, um, Carano was the one who brought her up. And pretty much it was, they were working on the idea for retribution. And it was, okay, we're going to have these people in it and Carano instantly went and goes okay, we're going to have Vanessa born in Retribution Let's, uh, we're going to call her up so moved her up to, to the main roster uh, then it turned around and said oh no, actually we're not going to do it and so he's just like alright, well then I guess she's just going to sit in catering which is like, so you called her up before you were solidified that she was actually going to be part of a storyline which meant that NXT couldn't do anything with her And then after you called her up and then she wasn't going to be part of the group, you made it where it was like, all right, well, now she's just kind of sitting there. So then she also goes into detail where it was her, Santana Garrett, and and, uh, uh, Chelsea Green were going to be a stable. And that fell through as well. And Carano then, I guess, said, okay, well, I mean, I guess we'll put you back in NXT. But at that point, she had already moved out of florida and i think it was oh. Col- colorado that she moved to um and so that was going to be a whole issue and then finally she, she just said all right you're fired so again it's a good thing that that piece of shit is gone <laughs> um but it also but it's it's good on her to highlight the fact that like people love to put sole blame on vincent man on these kinds of things of, like, well, he oh, does
0: he... a company, so yeah, so, so yeah, that's his
2: fault. Yeah, there's such a disconnect between the talent relations, the talent, Vince McMahon and the creative staff there's so much disconnect there where it's like the one hand doesn't know what the other one's doing and it winds up being that these things happen where when you've got things you've got stories like chelsea Green's, like i pitched ideas every fucking day to and stuff like that but because of the fact that they never mentioned anything to vince about it it's just not in his brain you know and that's that's shitty man you know that that uh, you know as much as 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 much as there are flaws in AEW, at least you know who to go and talk to, you know? If you've got an idea for someone for something, you know, if you've got a storyline or some of like that, you know who you can go to talk to. Whereas in here, it's like trying to get Vince McMahon to, to talk to you, who's running a company, obviously, he's very fucking busy, doesn't have time to be like, alright, I want to hear about you, alright, Zach, I don't want to hear about you wanting to incorporate wrestling figures into your storyline, you know? Like, <laughs> You know, and it's, it's, so yeah, so it's a case of like you you expect that you're going to be able to if if you've got a good story and you pitch it to creative and they're working with it, you're you're going okay, they're going to then you know bring it up to the boss and and kind of go. But a lot of times, no, those stories just kind of fucking disappear in in creative, and then you're like. Well, what the fuck? So.
0: Well, then you got these nerds going. Uh, I'd still run into Vince McMahon's office and tell him I need this done right now.
1: Yeah. Please,
0: now. <laughs> and
2: no, it, yeah. it doesn't happen like that. No, it does not. So. Ah. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, uh, with with him gone, maybe things are going to be better. And with with her story coming out like that, and 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 she puts all blame pretty much on, on him and the creative. She doesn't say anything bad about Vince McMahon. She seems to understand that, like, he didn't really have anything to do with it. Like, you know, with her with her getting kind of bounced around over that, a lot of it was...
0: Oh, but, because he Vince doesn't see them on TV, so he doesn't even probably know mostly, most of who he... Yeah, he, he might sign the paychecks, but he ain't actually signing those motherfuckers. He ain't looking at each check going, oh, oh. who the hell's Vanessa? Get her the hell off my property and chill, get, her, get her off my payroll. <laughs> like it's not like that, dude. Like, but people see Vince as this fucking super bad guy that just fires people, but in reality, that's kind of like Johnny Ace.
2: <sighs> oh! Yeah. Well, a lot of it will be okay all of this stuff happened and he's got no idea and then when it comes to like okay where where we need to try to make some budget cuts so I can get a couple more points on our stock hand me the list of wrestlers and he looks and goes okay well I see this Vanessa born here is allocated to raw we haven't used her why you know why are we paying this person and not using them and it goes all right well she's gone you know, and that's what happens. And then, all right, Chelsea Green. All right, well, she got injured twice. We haven't been using her. She's gone. You know, and it 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 sucks because you know there there is a human aspect to it. But in terms of conversations like that, I'm sorry, but a, a billionaire is not going to sit there and probably think that much about it. It's going to be more along the lines of like, okay, well, we're not using her, so there must be some reason for that and then you know okay well let's let's cut him loose kind of thing you know so i mean i yeah in it, it, when i heard about it like there was a story that oh he either vince himself was going to nxt or was he was sending some people to go and find him some characters to bring up to ron smackdown it's like yeah that's the thing because the guy doesn't have fucking time to watch his own program <laughs> you know like he's not watching NXT so he doesn't know the people down there and evidenced by uh the most recent signing that NXT had like there that there is those are two different companies realistically when you think about it you know yep. like NXT is Triple H's thing and he runs it kind of his way and Vince doesn't seem to really get too much involved with it other than being like uh, okay, I'm looking over here, and I'm seeing this person. All right, I, w- I watched them on on fucking YouTube. They look cool. Let's bring them up to raw. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Wild. Yeah. yeah, but something needs to be done, because yeah, the, absolutely. yeah, because the way things are going right now, it's it's not good. Um, and and something more needs to be done.
0: That that'll kind of get brought up later.
2: <laughs> yes we have many shows um, okay so uh, anything else that uh, that we had to discuss before um, we get into things
0: let's hope uh, Don West turns out okay oh um, yes, yes. Um, uh, he announced that he has uh, brain lymphoma which is also brain cancer uh, so let's I guess he's getting treatments. I don't have an article in front of me. It's just uh, something that I read earlier. So, let's uh, wish the best for Don West. Because that sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah. um gosh, I didn't know he was a radio host now.
0: I didn't know either until I read an article I was like, Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah,
2: 560 KPQ Radio. So, it's over on the other coast. Um... Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a rough battle. That is not something that is easy. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he did say he's uh, beginning immediate treatment. Um, so he his show that he does um, will be going on hiatus, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, he's able to to beat it and uh, come back stronger. All right. Um All right. So I don't really have a good segue into our favorite <laughs> segment each week. <laughs> uh So here we go. The good I have a feeling that our AW brethren are counter-programming us right now and are stealing our uh, Twitch followers.
0: (laughs) Fuck, dude.
2: Right, so, uh, each and every week, we do a little thing called the good, the bad, the the what-the-fuck, which is we try to find something good, something bad, and something that makes us want to blow our brains out. From each episode of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Typically, Raw... Offers us a lot more opportunities to load a shotgun. But, uh, we are going to start with last Friday's SmackDown. SmackDown's
1: been like, hold my beer lately, but.
2: Yeah, this. Let's just say this hasn't been a great couple of weeks build up towards our event that's coming up this weekend um, now of course there is another Smackdown before Hell in a Cell um, and we'll discuss it once we do the predictions um, but last Friday's Smackdown my good Liv Morgan won a match
1: Hey, that was <laughs> my honorable mention today. yes it was, that that was exactly. uh, I, uh, I am uh, an unashamed Liv Mark so
2: Yeah, she beat Carmella so now they're one for one so there's your great 50-50 booking Uh, but hey that's two weeks in a row Liv Morgan's been on TV
1: (laughs) you knew knew all that needed to happen was her best friend getting fired for her to get on TV
2: yeah there you go Um,
0: last week I think me and you had a bad or what the fuck that Liv kind of got fucked
2: yep (laughs) yeah we did um yeah, last last week because she lost, we both had her in our in our bad. And this week because she won, we both had her in our in good. Yeah. Um, she did actually get a, a network exclusive interview as well, um, which was pretty good. She she discussed um that she sees herself as a future women's champion, which, yeah, <laughs> if they use her, if they start using her, yes, she will be a future woman. Like she's only what 25 so she's super young yeah she's she's still really good she's still got a lot of you know she's got a little ways to go but yeah in terms of, of character work if they actually gave her a fucking character and stuck with it <laughs> she'd be really good um but yeah love Morgan one
1: John I dig <laughs> her finisher yeah oh yeah it's nice uh Setting aside the fact that every week we could talk about Roman Reigns and that would get boring eventually because, like, you know, it's the only thing on any of the main roster product that seems to actually, like, progress story week to week. Um, I don't know why it happened, but I enjoyed the match between uh, (laughs) uh, Big E, Kevin Owens, and Apollo and uh, Sami Zayn. I didn't really care about the finish I didn't really care about any of the participants on any meaningful level but the action was fun there you go
2: sometimes that's all you can hope for
0: (laughs) yeah give me me a good match that's all we need Yeah. and I mean you got four fucking amazing competitors in that ring at the same time so it's almost hard for those guys to have a bad match yeah well. Huh. Ginger. Uh, the entire ding-dong-hello segment. <laughs> All
1: right. Oh, uh, we disagree on that. But.
0: Uh, the double cackle from Rollins and Bailey was goddamn hilarious. Uh, Cesaro being polite and ringing the doorbell and just beating Rollins out of his pants. And then <clears throat> Bianca's laugh was good but it went for a tad too long okay. um, but overall I, I enjoyed the segment I thought Rollins and cause they, they both have that fucking annoying as hell cackle and they used it so good and they tried to like one up each other with the good things that happened in previous weeks uh, so yeah and uh, that fucking drip dude that drip suit was on <laughs> point it almost reminded me of Two-Face.
2: Okay. Well. Sure.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Fair enough. So, I liked it. All right. More on that in a little bit, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, oh, hey. KT showed up on a side. Uh, he says, SmackDown has Tamina and Italia. That should be shotgun-inducing enough.
1: <laughs> they don't really at this point because they don't have any tag teams so like they only show up on Raw now
2: that's true uh, and he says I'm sure Tamina knows her way around a, b- a body
1: well you know Actually, uh, I don't think that is uh, that is necessarily, necessarily something that's genetically uh, passed on
2: but yeah you never know um, my honorable mention would be uh, the Kevin
1: Owens promo
2: on the, on the uh, BB.com I don't know if either of you guys saw it
1: no. I didn't, but Kevin Owens is always good with the promo. So
2: he was he was in the ring and he was like sitting in the corner, and uh, their new backstage guy Kevin something or other comes up and talks the Irish to him. Guy? Yes, um, and Owens kind of like he asked him about um teaming with Big E, and and he actually is like, um, he's like you were you were downright telepathic with Big E, and Owens is like tele tell what? And he's like, tell He's like, oh, I know, okay. I mean, I think we did good. So he, <laughs> Owens goes on for a little bit, and he's like, oh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to apologize to, to Biggie. You know, I, I did turn on him, or I turned on the New Day, which by extension was him and everything like that. And he's like going on for a little bit, like talking about like how he regrets some of his things. And then the camera just pans out, and Biggie is sitting on the fucking apron next to him, just looking at him like... Ah. Huh. And and the guys like they both look over at him. And he's like, "I've been here the entire time." <laughs> it's like, it was it made me laugh so fucking much, just like And then and then they worked it where Kevin's just like, "Well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm not good at saying these things. So I figured, you know, saying it through Kevin, you would hear me and you would understand what I'm saying, and then you would you would." understand, I'm sorry, and Peggy's like no, 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 I, I, I appreciate it. it, was just, it was really funny I don't know, if you ch- check it out if you haven't, just be have those it those two guys do such a good job and they have they have continued the uh, fuck with the backstage guys <laughs> that, that <laughs> they've done before because they kept messing with this guy Kevin because it starts off with Owens, it's, it's just like it's like, Kevin, he's like, call me K.O. <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah. Okay. And then he was like, I'm just—you can call me whatever you want. It's, <laughs> but it's that kind of stuff where it's just like, that just endears you so much to to them. Um. All right. Well, enough about the good things. Let's talk about some bad. Ginger, what is your bad from SmackDown?
0: Otis obviously missing either the queue or just not being there on time to cause that DQ. Um. We all know I hate DQ finish. But this just just really, really fucking bad. Um, how did you miss that cue? From the moment he hits that splash, he even sells it for a few extra seconds to give you that time to run down. And even if, even if the camera is not looking at the entranceway, go stand in the fucking entranceway for a minute.
2: Yeah.
0: So you're there. Um... His beard looks like the villain from Pee Wee Herman. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there oh. was somebody else. There's a. Um, I think it's from Dragon Ball Z. Is going to- <laughs> Majin <laughs> Buu. Yes. Nice. Uh, a lot of people are comparing him to that. Uh, but, oh man, dude.
2: Ooh. Yeah. So it's I- a
0: different look, but.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know about it. Uh, so I had a 10 minute match just to have Chris Farley cause a DQ. Um, <laughs> I I have never been a fan of taking so long for a DQ. If you have a DQ in the first two minutes, I don't like it, but at least I can I, I can be like, okay, that's fine, because I didn't get invested in the match. Yes. I started to get invested in this match because it was a good match and then for it to end like that I'm just like oh my god and then of course because he was late he made the, the announcers uh, he made Cole and, and McAfee have to sort of cover for it and then they sounded like idiots because they're like oh he kicked out oh what's, what's he doing he's like yeah so clearly they're just like oh my fucking god like why did you miss why didn't you get there because yeah because then you had, to, you had to have him fucking kick out because otherwise <laughs> you know it was going to defeat the purpose of the match yeah, not not good. Oh my God, it was so frustrating to watch. Yeah, for for a guy that's probably already sort of on the chopping block, not good to have yeah. to miss spots like that, because that that'll make that'll make Vince lose confidence in you real quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. John. Um, my uh, my bad is stop making me root for fucking Baron Corbin. (laughs) Like, I shouldn't want Baron Corbin to win. But, like, nothing about the feud with uh, Shinsuke makes me think anything other than, oh, he's just kind of stealing this thing and been continuously doing so and being, like, ridiculously overly dramatic about putting it on in a way that is, like, decidedly unlikable, and I want Baron Carbon to win, and this story to fucking end. Right. Oh, interesting. That brings yeah. me to my what the fuck here. Oh,
2: no! Because that oh, also brings God. me to my what the fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, What the fuck are we doing with two guys
0: battling over a fucking crown? <sighs> this is shampoo commercial bath. <laughs> why can't we have guys just not like each other and fight that's what wrestling is supposed to be yeah it's why does it have to be an item or a family bullshit that causes a feud it blows my fucking mind like NXT when they started up for the most part it was I don't like this guy so I'm gonna fucking kick the shit out of him you know back in the day that's how it was but nope We gotta have a fight over a fucking crown.
2: Yeah, um... Remember when people were like, oh, maybe they're bringing back King of the Ring. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So we're literally having it next week, a battle for the crown.
1: (sighs) Also, why does Baron Corbin have to win a match to get the crown back? Like, it doesn't actually make sense.
2: He didn't, like, lose it in a match, like you said. (laughs) Like,
1: it was and has continued to be still in a week after week because everything is the same every week in this fucking company. But
2: like, they work together, but when when Rick Boogs, who by the way honorary good as always, yeah. um, when when he's there thrashing or not like that, just run! You know where he is. He's sitting there in, in Gorilla. Just run at the back and grab a fucking ground back. Um, It's funny because you you sort of look for that happy happy medium where it's like right now WWE has so many of like the uh, like the human fights even if they are like over stupid things and like AEW has everything was like all their storylines don't really have a human aspect to it they're just like we're we're feuding because we're a healer face and we're wrestling and NXT usually is in that middle point where it's like you have uh, the good parts of that and and the good parts of the like sometimes they're feuding over a million dollar championship you know but then they also have a storyline where it's like these two guys just want the fucking belt you know or or they just don't like each other things like that like that that's the kind of like you you want it to be down that way and right now wwe is way too far on like the okay well we're fighting because yeah like you said, fucking shampoo commercial, or oh, he, he got a fucking commercial in Japan, and, and I didn't. <laughs> you know, it's just it's bad. <sighs>
1: well, AEW uh, and WWE are like the polar opposite in terms of like things that I hate about storytelling, and mm-hmm. like in, in terms of like what you're what you expect your audience to know. Which is, like, in WWE, you, we, you're expected to know virtually nothing because you're just plastered with recaps and things move glacially. Mm-hmm. And then, then with AEW, you have to watch fucking Dark and Being the Elite to follow storylines. And it's just, like, just let me watch week to week and let things fucking progress in a logical way. And neither company seems to be inclined to do that.
2: Yeah, and you also get a two over there where it's like people are feuding on fucking Twitter, and then all of a sudden they're in a match, and you're like, why are these two guys in a match? And it's like right. comment, commentary will be like, these guys have been drawn to each other. Like, oh, I'm supposed to follow all 117 wrestlers you have on your roster on Twitter too <laughs> no, in no. order to get the storylines? Like, no, that's not that's not fucking happening, man. Ugh. Um, Ginger, did you have a bat or did you just get taken?
0: Uh, no, I think I, I did mine, didn't I? Did I do my bad? You, you might
2: you have. Yeah, I know.
0: yeah, it was the, uh, the Otis. Oh, okay, oh, yep, right. okay.
2: Yep. Alright, so then I guess that just leaves John with his what-the-fuck. <laughs> uh,
1: my my what-the-fuck was Ginger's good, <laughs> which is I, I, uh, boy, that, those laughs uh, are going to go away heat I, me. I can't fucking do it. But that's um,
0: what it's supposed to do, though.
1: No, no, no. It's it's not supposed to make me want to turn off the fucking TV. I sure. don't want to I don't want to see Bayla get beat up. I want to stop watching SmackDown, possibly forever. Like other Oof. than like Roman Reigns, like I I fucking hate it. And the only the only saving grace for me was Seth's suit, which was fucking great. <laughs> I feel you. Oh man! Um are the MVP of SmackDown those weeks.
2: True. Um, yeah, man. The uh, like you said, um, we could we could talk about Roman Reigns and everything of like that as as being a, a high point as always, and yeah, that can get a little <laughs> little boring out of like that. Um, yeah. But uh,
0: uh, I'm not I'm not down for him
2: and Ray. Yeah, I don't. I haven't cared about Rey Mysterio in a long time, so. You want
0: to know how it's gonna end?
2: How's it gonna end, buddy?
0: Rey Mysterio's gonna jump off the top, and Roman Reigns gonna spear him. And That's gonna be
2: it. What? You're crazy. <laughs> they would never do something like that.
1: Oh fuck! Honorable mention, good that I forgot to mention Roman Reigns powerbombing Dom out of the <laughs> ring.
2: Out of his soul, dude. <laughs> that
1: was that was. So- Unexpected and good. I I will agree
0: with that. That was very unexpected. I was like, "Where's Oh my god, it's gonna kill <laughs> him!" I mean, and this is a prime example of the differences between production for WWE and production for AEW. Yeah. Right.
1: You obviously there was a crash pad, but you don't yeah. fucking get it in the shot. Yeah.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So.
0: But yeah, yep. that was fucking great. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, McAfee sold it, and then uh, Paul Heyman on the outside sold it. Fucking, oh my god! <laughs> as the as flying through the air,
2: you know, and it's it just, it was good. Yeah, and it does it does so well too because it, it that made it where it's like okay, now it's a little more personal, you know. Now now we've got it. So yeah. Great, great fucking moment. And and another gifable moment, too, of just, he's just like, yeet, and he's gone.
0: (laughs) He fucking yeeted his ass out of the ring.
2: Oh, man. Alright. So, I think that's going to bring us to Raw.
0: Do we have to?
2: We do. We do indeed, sir. John, what is your good from
1: Raw? Um, I guess despite the fact that I didn't really like the match uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that my good was Naomi getting squashed because fuck Naomi <laughs> <laughs> and I, that wasn't going to be my good but I see that she's trending again yep. uh, like Naomi deserves better no she doesn't she's been champ and it was wildly underwhelming she has been given a lot more chances than she deserves. Fuck her.
2: Huh? Interesting. Um. Uh,
1: also right. Rhea Ripley's top.
2: Yes. Rhea Ripley's top man uh, is is going to be just a trending fucking topic with us, I think.
1: It, it's the Seth Rollins suit of Raw. Yes. And <laughs> al- also, I was uh, Rhea and Oscar finally had a good match.
2: Yeah. Oh, not too bad
1: like it wasn't like I still think they don't quite like they, they don't gel super well but this this one was not bad so you know I'll fucking take it yeah. although god knows why they're wrestling again <laughs>
2: well you know <laughs> cause fuck it that's why right um, fuck
0: it they've been feuding since mania
2: yeah um I would say my good from Raw um, would be MVP recruiting Kofi.
1: Oh, uh, Kofi's promo in that—I really dug that.
2: Yeah, um, I I liked it too because um, I I will always enjoy like organic moments um, in like you know in TV shows or movies or in wrestling or anything like that. Anytime that something feels organic and it and it comes with things like people. Talking over each other sometimes, you know, because that it happens, you know, and like it's not a like here's my line, here's your line, you know, that can get a little bit to a, the fact that like MVP's like eh, if you want to see why you're not champion anymore, and goby's like oh, I'll just look in the mirror, it's like no, 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 look to your left, you're like ah. <laughs> you know, just pointing over to, to Woods, and I I liked Woods is just like fuck you dude <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Um, but I, I dig it because it's like I could see them doing it I could see them turning around and be like Xavier Woods has been getting a couple of singles matches lately and it's like maybe you know with, with Big E kind of on his own New is not really a thing anymore so maybe you know put Kofi in the fucking her business you know it'd be something different and they've been the new day for what eight years now <laughs> something like that a long time so I can see it if it doesn't happen it's still a compelling story and it still makes it for um, you know once uh, once we're done with drew and uh, uh, and Bobby that's the next next step that you can go with you know. Nice. Kofi ever been heel in his career? Of course he has. Kofi uh, was Kofi was heel. Uh, well, I mean, he was heel with a New Day for I was a while say, there.
1: New Day were originally heel, right? yeah. yeah. But he, yeah,
2: um, he was. Gosh, I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying. No, there's he not. Came in as a baby face. He came in as a babyface. He came in as a babyface, but he was a heel for a little bit before going over to there. Um, huh. God, I'm trying to
0: remember that at all I've always seen him
2: as the fucking baby
0: um man it'd be a hell of a swerve if they fucking put uh Xavier
2: in the hair business instead yeah that'd be that would be interesting um but we know we, we won't get that because that would be interesting <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I'm trying to remember, I thought that there was at least a little bit of time there, but uh, for sure... I really don't
0: think he was ever, I mean, besides New Day, which, they weren't even really, like, evil heel, like he could be with with the Herpes. business. Right. It would be a completely different heel than what
2: he was with the New Day. Right. Right. Yeah, they definitely were heels for for a little bit of time there. Let's see, the Mm -hmm. the New Day, gosh, 2014, so I was accurate. (laughs) <laughs> the yeah, part day 7 worn. fucking years yeah man that's nuts oh. um, yeah their first feud was against Golden Stardust
1: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs>
2: so wow. there you go um, yeah obviously he's a natural baby face but I, he does have that intensity he can go hmm. yeah,
0: give it a change yeah why yeah, not right? it might be another fucking another uh, chapter in his career
2: yeah I mean, he, he's still going fucking strong. He's 39, but he's yeah. still going strong. Alright. Um, let's see here. Well, I, 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 haven't go,
0: I, I haven't given my good yet. So.
2: Yep, that's how I was going towards uh, you.
0: Naomi, given the jobber treatment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but most of all, Piper Niven made look very, very fucking strong in the match. Uh, we... We on this network all had a feeling that Eva wasn't going to be a worker, and I think they picked the right person to do the dirty work, so to speak, for Eva.
2: So I I like the segment. Um, I like P- Piper Niven coming to to the U.S. But my what the fuck is who's this bitch in the ring with ring with Naomi? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> If they are going to change your name, hopefully they don't choose what Sean Rossap reported. Uh-oh. But also, like, you already changed your name once. Like Piper Niven is a WWE owned name. Like she was Viper on the independent circuit. You know, so it's and, and and Piper Niven is not a real name, so it's like, why change it again? You know? You've already you've already got the fucking name on lock. And like but then it just be like, so NXT UK doesn't exist now? Like, Piper Niven is one of the few people who have beat Rhea Ripley clean. And like, you're just like, I want to know more about this mystery person. You know her. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can go to WWE.com right now and you can see her profile. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure I'm she's I'm pretty sure she's got merchandise. <laughs> Like, it just was so fucking weird to be like, who is this? Who's this bitch? What's it was
1: going on? when they fucking did it with uh, Commander Aziz, because he has been on the main roster, like, on, like, Raw Underground. Like, yeah. on their fucking shows. Like, you can at least sort of, like, have that degree of separation with, like, NXT UK, where it's like, well, how many people are going to notice that? Not that many people watch that fucking show.
2: Right. But,
1: like, it's there are more egregious examples of this although I agree that it's stupid
2: right I mean it's it's not as bad as if like fucking Elias shows up and all of a sudden they're like
1: who's this guy oh (laughs) oh, I would love it if they fucking rebranded Elias oh man rebrand him and send him away I was gonna say did I say rebrand I meant release
0: (laughs) Uh, rebrand repackage and ship on out please
2: this gotta happen eventually right
1: can we mulligan so. and like bring Alistair Black back and <laughs> release Elias?
2: Yeah. There you go. Well, though uh, now that we have Piper, yeah, she's on the fucking superstars page as Piper oh, Niven, like, wearing almost the exact same outfit too. She's just have the braids in, but like now that we have her, can we get rid of Nia Jax?
0: Yeah.
2: Please. Jesus oh, Christ. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah they don't have her linked to like anything like they are treating it as, as like a new person like it's it's going to be the fucking case of like they've got Primo and Epico and they've got the fucking what, what the hell were they uh, Los Matadores where it's just like oh so we're supposed to believe they're two different people is that what we're doing now <laughs>
1: it's
2: like can't wait can't wait to get fucking Dewdrop and, and Piper and Niven in a match together that'll be a fucking hoss fight Dude drop!
0: what the f- like, where do they come up with this shit um,
1: playing Pokemon
2: if you ask oh sorry there's no it uh, doesn't look like there's any Piper Niven gear um, if you ask the good cunts probably Ed Kosky because he's the one who made up pooption and came up with all the doofy names for that so most likely him he just, I just feel like he's got fucking Scrabble tiles and he's just throwing them against the wall. And he's, <laughs> he's
1: like, there we go! You would think that once Slapjack came up, it'd be like, okay, I need to rethink this method.
2: You know what? I'm having a little problem because uh, Aziz is one of our main guys now, so... Hmm. <laughs> um, um, Alright. So, that'll bring us over to... Our bad. We had four people do a promo, and three of them should never do a promo again.
1: <laughs>
2: that would be Natalia, Tamina, and Dana Brooke.
1: I'm, I'm willing to up that to four. Mandy was
2: the only good part of that, and it was one line that she had. <laughs> And she was the only one who halfway decently could fucking act. The wooden fucking... If you cared more about wrestling than your looks... Like, Dana Brooke is jack to the gills. Do we really... Are we really supposed to believe that she's not in the gym all the time? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's, it's... Yeah, like, Mandy Rose has damn thighs like that you don't get that by sitting around eating donuts all day like you're they don't look like people that you could make that statement about you know of like if you care less about your looks oh my gosh and again it's like we're gonna do a fucking feud over we're ugly and you're beautiful and so we hate you like that's what we're doing a feud over I hate this.
0: Yeah, well. <laughs> Another prime it's example good. of something to feud stupid shit over. Just say, I, we
1: want the fucking belts and we don't like you, bitches. Right. Simple so as that. You would think so. Oh, God. Hell, they oh, don't God. even need to not like them. They can just want the belts.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, the only the only reason that I said one person goes because fucking Mandy's line of, if you if it wasn't for your last names, you wouldn't be here. I was like... There you go. There you go. Someone's listening to our show, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are 100% correct. If it wasn't for her being the daughter of Jim the Anvil Nyhart, she wouldn't uh, probably wouldn't have made it. Well, she might have, but she wouldn't have been pushed as much as she was. And Tamina definitely would have never fucking been in the WWE.
0: No, I think she would have been, but she wouldn't have been that long. No. So I thought she was halfway decent when she came in with um, the Usos to begin with, but...
2: Yeah, yeah but she's... Yeah. yeah, That
0: didn't last long.
2: Yeah, she's only hung around because otherwise her dad's family might sue.
0: Yeah.
2: <sighs> All right. Um, Ginger, what's your bad?
0: Why do we need to do a singles match to get into a six-man tag match?
2: That's the way it goes,
0: man. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm exhausted.
0: I'm I'm exhausted of this. You could have had this made as your main event, announced, and had a different match in place of the singles match. How many people have you released in the past six months because of bullshit like this? Because you couldn't find a spot for them? Mm -hmm. What the fuck, man? This almost made my what the fuck, but I guess not different. But. It, it's it, honestly, it's it's mind-boggling, you know. They uh, they have so many fucking people that are so talented, and instead of putting them on and showcasing them, nope, you're gonna have Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles out there for 30 minutes of your show.
2: It's yeah. not need it. I agree. Yeah.
0: Fucking maddening. Yeah,
2: I mean it's like I don't need I also don't need back to back Jeff Hardy matches either and yeah right. there was so much of just reusing people I don't and... need
1: one Jeff Hardy match
2: <laughs> true yeah man I I don't know I'm with you on that
1: he was shockingly Whoops. eager to offer up his career though
2: <laughs> after, after a certain point he's just going to be like alright if I can't beat this guy I'm going to retire and he's just going to lay down and you're just going to be like, no, man. No. I'm not going to put you out of your misery, man. I know you keep wanting to do this. He's going to keep doing small packages but laying himself on the ma- on his back. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, no, dude, no. I don't want to beat you. I don't want to be the one to end your career, dude. <laughs> oh,
0: man. So I almost wonder if they're going to almost go the Ric Flair-style route where the next match he loses, he's done.
2: Maybe. If that's the case, I mean, yeah, it'll it'll be a bummer that uh, you know he'll be done. But honestly, like, it also might not exactly be a bummer that he's going to be done, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, because then Ricochet might get some fucking TV time.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I like Jeff, but I he what else has he got to do at this point? Like nothing. You're a Hall of Famer. You're you're you know, there's no real reason for it.
0: Oh, it's really not I mean unless they're gonna give him a, re- a championship run but that's not happening
2: yeah does anyone want to see that though
0: nope don't think so <laughs> yeah didn't <laughs> think so yeah it, it, you could have had ricochet versus fucking anybody again yeah so, no no nope. no nope. you're gonna and have anyone
1: except for Sheamus <laughs> Sheamus has beat him enough already. goddammit. That's true.
0: Give me him, give me him and Victor Correo again. Um, Alberto Correo. I mean, that, that was fun when they had that match. How, was it two last week and the week before? It was
1: right, and, and it didn't get a proper finish. So
0: exactly. But no, you got to have two seconds of Jeff Hardy, and then you got to have fucking two seconds of well, a uh, uh, run, one match leading into another.
2: Yeah. <sighs> um, you did your bad, right, John? I did not. Oh, okay. Uh, my, uh, my, my my bad. My brain don't work good.
1: <laughs> Similar to... This may have actually been my bad the last time I was on, too, but what the fuck are we doing with Nikki Cross? Yes. <laughs> like, at some point, like they're doing everything in their power to make me not give a shit about her. And I like Nikki Cross. But, like, she's being booked as completely inept. She is celebrating, like, basically not victories. And she's coming out to music that sounds like it should be kicking off a fucking Sunday night football game. Like, it's all bad. Yeah. yeah like she's so good too it's like
2: that's probably the worst uh, part about it like if she was bad at least she'd be like whatever
1: <laughs> right yeah I hear you uh, it is really frustrating and I don't know I still I, yeah I, I'm actually at a loss for words in terms of like even it's it's just upsetting
2: no. yeah I hear you well you know hopefully something happens and if we can get some new writers in maybe they'll realize that like she's actually really good and and she is a really good baby face because she has kind of that underdog like I'm not I'm not saying she's on the level of Daniel Bryan but I'm saying that they could have a similar type of storyline with her you know where she does play the underdog because she plays it well you know? And.
1: If I, th- I think I made this comparison last time I had this be my bad, too, but she's basically Wacky Dean. Yeah, pretty right?
2: much. Pretty much. Well, at least he had a fucking championship run in him.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, when you focus him, he can be good. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, AEW lets him meander and WWE wanted him to do comedy. But, like, When you actually give him something to say, he's fine. Um, And Nikki Cross, like, can be good when you're not having her do stupid bullshit like this.
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Mm. I think that'll take us to our final portion of this segment. Our what-the-fucks. Uh, John.
1: I mean... It's everything with Alexa Bliss. Like, down to the fact that we're back into, like, you know, just endless recap packages, and the only positive being that apparently Lily's not a thing anymore. So that's good.
2: Well, but, that's that's because Lily is Eva Marie. <laughs>
1: uh, but...
2: Tell me they don't look alike.
1: <laughs> but, fucking, oh yeah. Oh my god. Like, a, like... Like, she watches, she watches the recap, and then Nia Jax cuts a weirdly facey promo, and, like, Shane is gonna lose on Sunday, even though, uh, Swear spoiler alert, alert I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna pick, I'm gonna pick her to win because I hope that they're just pumping the brakes on this Alexa stuff altogether, and they're just gonna fucking go back to her being whatever she was before on the precipice of live crowds and realizing that they can't get away with half the shit. That, she, that they do with her like once there are fans in the arena again but mm-hmm. I don't know it's just it's all really really fucking bad and I didn't I wasn't here last week but the fucking the segment that closed last week's Raw made me reconsider my position as someone who is going to watch Raw like <laughs> ever yeah. we question
0: and it, that every single Monday
1: and it was still better than being the elite but
2: <laughs> I just love how how low the bar has been set now in terms of your entertainment. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: It's better than that shitty YouTube show that I had to watch for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, the
1: the the thing of it is like if I didn't get to come here and talk to you guys about this, I wouldn't watch raw. I might not watch Smackdown I'd probably just watch the pay-per-views. nice and NXT sorry we torture you so much <laughs> now, uh, now, I mean the conversation is entertaining oh yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I got it. it's it, it, trust me, man it's the same reason that I, I do talk magic I, I hate listening to that shit but it is, it is fun to do so I'm with you
0: it is fun to make fun of <sighs> uh, yeah yes it is
2: uh, Alright, um... Ginger, did you have a what the fuck?
0: Yes, I did. So I thought Shana was separated from Naya, but no. And now, Reginald is still involved and now getting possessed.
2: Yes. (laughs) Apparently, Alexa just has all the powers.
0: This is not the shit I want to see. And maybe, just maybe, a half percent of of the audience wants to watch this boring as all fuck nonsense, give me old Alex back, get Reginald the fuck off my TV, put Shayna back in the position she was in in NXT and when she came to Raw. Please. Get her the fuck away from Nia, get her back in singles competition, and make her a badass
1: that we all know that she is. Mm-hmm. Basically, just redo the elimination chamber, like from when she came up.
0: Yeah, and she, as soon as she lost I think I say this all the time, as soon as she lost to Becky, all that momentum was gone. Yep. That, that was a
1: weird fucking finish, too. It wasn't even like a, like, it wasn't a particularly good match. Like, it was just like, wasn't it just like a weird, like, roll up or backslide sort of thing? Yeah. Yep.
2: It was a situation of like it felt like they were trying to keep her strong and uh, then they were just like, eh, ah, never mind. <laughs> <All> right.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Which doesn't help ever. Oh, God. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alright. Um, last thing I have to say about Raw, three straight fuck finishes in a row.
0: Oh. Gotta keep everybody strong
2: Ridiculous
1: uh, ja- Jackson Riker and Elias essentially wrestled the same match that they did last week Yeah they did
2: <laughs> Yes
1: they did I'm embarrassed that I own an
2: Elias
0: sweater <laughs>
1: I'm in Well I'm not embarrassed But I'm embarrassed on their behalf That they let fucking Jackson Riker cut promos But
2: That's true I feel
1: you. Ugh. Why?
2: Good question. Alright, anything else to say in regards to uh, to Raw?
0: Let's not talk about Raw again. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> a-
2: a- agreed. Alright, head on over to RundownWrestling.com right now um, under this episode. Uh, if you are listening to us later and not on Twitch, you will see a Hell in a Cell predictions post. Head on over there see... Yes? Sorry. (laughs) You will see Bobby Lashley uh, with red eyes. And uh, go ahead and slap in your name there. You can put whatever you want. Just know that whatever you put in there, I'm going
1: to read it. So. Drew deserves to lose just for calling Lashley Trashley. nice alright
2: we have a dollhouse dumpster fire between Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler Ginger who you got
0: I'm gonna uh, I don't want I-, I want this to happen more than I think it's not <laughs> going to uh, I'm picking
2: Shayna to take this one Alright. Uh John.
1: I believe Alexa Bliss is going to win, but I'm picking Shayna <laughs> because I want them to just abandon the entire fiend universe and just Yeah. Bring bring back fucking normal Bray too. I don't give a shit at this point. Like
2: The Fiendiverse?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it, 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 at this point I I think we can say it's been a failure.
2: I agree. Um I'm going to go with Alexa bliss for
1: because you want to win.
2: <laughs> Cause I want to win. I trust me. I would like Shayna to win, but I, I, I do take a little bit of pride anytime that I do good in these prediction polls. So <laughs> <laughs> a regular match for the SmackDown women's championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey.
1: John, uh, I can't, imagine a scenario where Bianca doesn't retain here
2: yeah I agree with that Ginger?
1: yeah Bianca takes
2: it uh, so no matches have been announced for the US or IC title belts Um, so in order to get ahead of this because normally we get at least one of these just kind of thrown together uh, I want you to pick who will be the United States champion by the end of the night Will Sheamus retain or just not have a match? Um, or you can choose Mansoor, Must- Mustafa Ali, Amborto Career, or the field. Somebody else. Uh, so, Ginger, who will be the United States champion at the end of the night?
1: Sheamus.
2: Okay. John?
1: Uh, I'm also picking Sheamus, although uh, I would love for it to be, bleh, to be Mustafa Ali. That All would right, be
2: fucking great. Yeah, I'm thinking probably Sheamus too if they do a match, because it seems like he's got. I, I the reason I put these guys on there because obviously he's got a thing with Umberto, he's got a thing with Mansoor, and Mustafa Ali has a thing with Mansoor as well. So it's like. Who knows who could, could be in it. Um, but yeah.
1: it's, it's not going to be fucking ricochet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Sheamus as well. Um, so who will be the Intercontinental Champion by the end of the night? Uh, you have a selection of Apollo Crews, Kevin Owens, Big E, or someone else.
1: John. See, this is one that I would actually like to see how SmackDown plays out before... Uh, but since I'm not going to, I'm going to make the prediction right now. I'm yep. going to say Kevin Owens, because I feel like Kevin Owens has done a lot of good work over the last, like, six to nine months, and he deserves something for it.
2: I mentioned it before about the fact that Owens has gone, what, four years now without a championship. Uh, it would be nice to see him get something. Um, but I'm still going to go with Apollo Uh Ginger, <laughs> Ginger, yeah. Yeah, same route with Apollo Crews. Yeah. I, li- I like your style, John, though, because... I, I definitely would like to see that. Um, but again, it's WWE. They they love to shit on my feelings. <laughs> uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship. Uh, both women's titles defended in singles matches. Uh, Rhea Ripley or Charlotte Flair? Ginger.
0: Charlotte Flair because she is the
2: queen of all. Alright. John. <laughs>
1: Uh, Continuing the trend of uh, picking things I want to happen, Rhea Ripley. Because despite Raw's best efforts, I do still like Rhea Ripley, despite the fact that they don't get her character at all.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'll go with Rhea as well. Uh, Just because I I don't think... That they're they're going to already cut the legs out of any of their young female champions, but you never know.
1: What do, plan, man. Yeah. I do find it weird that like Charlotte hit Adam Pearce.
2: Yeah. Just,
1: like during that scrum, I I don't know. I, it's weird that they were just sort of like it was like there was nothing up in the air about like discipline. It's just like this match is happening on Sunday. It's like she hit a couple of refs and like. The closest thing you have to an authority figure, you would <laughs> think there would some sort of repercussion there, but all
2: right, apparently not. All right, so that brings us to our two Hell in a Cell matches. First, for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio. John.
1: So most months, they managed to build Roman Reigns into a feud where I want Roman Reigns to lose. I never want Rey Mysterio <laughs> to win matches, so I'm picking Roman Reigns. Fair. Very fair. fair. <laughs>
2: Ginger.
0: Uh, booyaka, booyaka. Just kidding. Roman.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be Roman. This this is another placeholder feud, feud until they figured out what they want to do with him. Um,
1: could. I, I'd like Seth to be next.
2: That would be interesting. Uh... I'd be fine with a a heel versus heel on those two guys um, just because fuck it (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then um, again this is in no particular order but what will most likely be our last match is the last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship if Drew McIntyre doesn't win he can't challenge for the belt again until somebody else gets it or until he wins Money in the Bank. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Ginger. Uh, I'm going Bobby Lashley. I think mm-hmm. they're going to let him take it. All right. John?
1: I thought it was going to be Drew until he got that clean-ass pin to close out Ron. Now I think it's going to be Lashley.
2: There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be Lashley. I think they're enjoying it too much, uh, the Lashley run. I think it's been too good. Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead and click submit on that. And uh, so, uh, just
0: just for us, I th- my guess is they'll probably add Cesaro versus Rollins.
2: Um, so this may better
1: match
2: yeah i thought about that so then yeah the fact that we've had so many matches i wasn't sure and again i i I don't want to put a match in there that i that is just going to be a waste so i thought maybe this would be a little bit better of a way to go but you know we'll see it's an experiment
1: is there a chance that uh the uh the viking raiders and that that whole thing will happen then or has that been announced
2: uh, it hasn't been announced. So, so possibly, yeah, possibly the Viking Raiders will get there because that was another case that was just like they're they're in line for a title shot. Yeah. Not yeah, that I not should. that you're they're getting it at this date. So.
1: I, I feel like that that's prime free show stuff. <laughs> Probably,
2: and and they'll lose. <laughs> but just because it's Which AJ, is a
1: shame because fucking the, all, all this is terrible. He is. He's not good. Oh. I meant to uh, complain again about the fact that they keep talking about how fast Elmus is. <laughs> nice. He is not fast. A lumbering, like I don't know, he is like one and a half speed fucking Great Collie. There you go.
2: <laughs> oh. All right, so that'll do it for us here on the WWE Rundown. Uh, Ginger is Ladies and gentlemen,
0: tune in next week. We will smack your ass raw next time. John?
1: I never know what to say in these, so bye, folks.
0: Bye. See what harm you Hey,
1: yo! No chance in hell. You take what's mine? you just too proud. You can't beat me. You ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me. You ain't got no chance in hell. Yeah. No, no, no chance in hell. You take what's mine? you just too proud. You can't beat me. You ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me. You ain't got no chance in hell.
2: at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via wrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube